Hello again, everyone. This is Ted Fattel of the Three Point Podcast. We hope you enjoy this classic Corona Cavaliers broadcast presentation. And you can send your game request to us at Three Point Pod. We'll dig it out of the archives and put it on a future episode. Remember, check out Three Point Podcast and enjoy the game. 50 to 13 to the Durand Railroaders. We'll try to get something going. Both teams, as we have mentioned, very good ball clubs. And Corona has already called a timeout as they didn't have enough men on the field and rather taking a penalty for a delay of game. Tyler Liqueur wisely called a timeout to get things straightened around. This game brought to you once again by the Sports Boosters Club. This is their ninth meeting in the last ten years and as we mentioned Corona has won six of the eight previous meetings. Coach Nick and East mentioning the fact that they were having trouble all year. Every time they run into the wishbone offense, their defense has trouble coping with it. That's one of the things they've got to do tonight. Both teams have to play outstanding ball games. Coming out of the huddle, Kirby Miller over the ball. Charlie LeCure, the quarterback, working from the I formation with Lockock, split wide to the right. Shepard and Golombiski. The handoff to Golombiski. And Golombiski, the power runner all year long for the Corona Cavaliers, get up to the 45-yard line before he's brought down by Mike Van Ripper and Steve Ettinger for the Durand Railroaders. A very tough Durand defensive club as they weren't scored upon in their first five games of the season and since then have only allowed 49 points to be scored against them. LeCure with a handoff to Golombiski once again right up the middle gets up to about the 47-yard line before he's brought down by Greg Gulick for the Durand Railroaders. That brings up a third and one situation for the Cavaliers. The ball resting on the 47-yard line. Charlie LeCure is calling the signals for the Corona Cavaliers. He sends Lockock out to the right. Patel to the left. Has Shepard and Golombiski behind him. The snap from Miller. A handoff to Golombiski. And Golombiski gets up just to midfield before he's brought down by a whole host of Durand Railroader defensive players. The charge being led by Jim Ellis and Roger Dallas, number 46 and 48 for the Durand Railroaders. Golombiski got enough for the first down. That brings up a first and 10, the ball resting at midfield. Once again, the game just underway against the Corona Cavaliers and the Durand Railroaders. Working from the eye, LeCure calling signals. Once again, it's Golombiski pounding up the middle. Golombiski over the 45, down to about the 44-yard line before he's brought down by Roger Dallas once again. Ten minutes left to go in the first quarter. A scoreless tie. Action just getting underway. The Cavaliers receiving the opening kickoff. They have picked up one first down. Jeff Golombiski is the only man that has carried the ball so far for the Cavaliers. Walcock being split wide to the right. Patel to the left. LeCure calling the signals. He's got Shepard and Golombiski. And once again, it's Golombiski right up the middle. As Golombiski breaks one tackle. And is brought down on about the 38-yard line, but it's enough for another first down. As Golombiski just powers his way, he's finally brought down by number 62, Mike Van Riper, for the Durand Railroaders. 9.33 left to go in the first quarter. The Cavaliers trying to generate an offense. They pick up their second first down with just 
within uh, two and a half minutes. Ricky are calling the signals. It's a fake two. Golombiski through the middle of the line. Lecure with a quarterback keep. Doesn't quite get back to the line of scrimmage before he's brought down by Alan Webb for the Duran Railroaders. So that'll bring up a second and 12 as Lecure lost two yards on the play. There's 8.57 left to go in the first quarter. The Corona Cavaliers working solely out of the eye formation so far this evening. They're sending Logcock to the right and Fatal to the left. This time they're working from the pro set. Lecure calling the signals. A pass over the middle, intercepted by number 48 for the Duran Railroad. Roger Dallas, and Dallas so far this evening playing great ball as he's made two solo tackles and now intercepted a Charlie Lecure pass. So now we get to take a look at the Duran Railroader offense as they work out of the wishbone tee. 8.25, left to go in the quarter. Tamir. Jumping offside, but getting back before the ball is snapped. It's a handoff up the middle. A fumble on the play. The question is, did he fumble it after the whistle? I believe that's what they're calling it. Duran will retain possession of the ball as the ball carrier fumbled it after the whistle was blown. So that'll bring up a second and six for the railroaders. The ball resting on the 42-yard line. Kozman calling the signals for the trackman. It's a handoff to number 40 for the railroaders, Ron Masnick, and Masnick gets up to about the 48-yard line. Masnick was finally brought down by Ray Lockhart for the Cavaliers. There's 7.35 left to go in the first quarter. Kozman calling the signals, working from the wishbone tee. It's a handoff once again to number 40, Ron Masnick. And Masnick gets over midfield, down to about the 47. That'll bring up a second. And second and six, we'll call it, as the ball is spotted on about the 47-yard line. Masnick was brought down by Longcock and Sheridan for the Corona Cavaliers. Once again, working from the tee. It's a handoff from quarterback Kozman to number 84, Angie Hill, and Hill gets down to the 40-yard line before he's brought down by John Bojek for the Corona Cavaliers. Working very quickly, the railroaders out of the huddle, Kozman calling the signals. The Cavaliers in a 6-3 defense. It's a handoff to number 40, Ron Masnick for the railroaders. Finally brought down by Lawcock down on the 30-yard line. So that'll bring up a second and five for the railroaders. The ball resting on the Cavalier, 30-yard line. Kozman has him out of the huddle, working from the wishbone. Masnick once again, the ball carrier for the Duran Railroaders, number 40. As it looked like Masnick is going to be the workhorse so far this evening, he was finally brought down by Mike Lezovich for the Corona Cavaliers. So that'll bring up a third and three as the Cavalier, or as the uh, Railroaders, rather, are sticking straight on the ground against this Cavalier defense. Third and three for the Railroaders. Coming out of the huddle, going up over the ball, working from the wishbone. Once again, it's a handoff from Kozman to Angelo Hill. 
And Hill gets down to about the 27-yard line before he's brought down by Lawcock, Tremier, and Shepard for the Corona Cavaliers. That brings up a fourth and one for the Cavaliers. Kozman calling the signals, or rather for the Railroaders, Kozman calling the signals for Duran. Kair, Masnick, and Hill in the backfield for the Railroaders. Kozman heading off to Hill. Angie Hill, number 84, and Hill breaks two or three tackles before he's brought down by Arnold Cagle and Patel. And Arnold Cagle, by the way, is playing with a slight injury this evening. But Hill gets enough for the first down as he brings the ball up to about the 23-yard line. So be first and 10 for the Railroaders deep in Cavalier territory. Kozman calling the signals. Once again, Hill, Masnick, and Kyer in the background, or rather in the backfield for the Railroaders. Hill is turned in and stopped on a fine defensive play by number 40, Rick Shepard, as he has spent quite a bit of time in the Railroader backfield. 439 left to go in the first quarter, a scoreless tie. It's second and nine for the Duran Railroaders. Davis going into the ball game for John Bocek for the Cavaliers defensively. The ball resting on about the 23-yard line. Kozman with a handoff to his first man through the right side of the chronic Cavalier defense. Masnick, the ball carrier, brought down by the middle of the line, led by number 71, the tackle for the Cavaliers, Mark Ackley. Four minutes left to go in the first quarter. It's third and five for the Railroaders. They've been grinding it out, eating up a lot of time. Never going to the, haven't gone to the air yet. A pitch back to number 44, Kyer. And Kyer is really put to the turf by Jeff Golombiski as Kyer just got back to about the line of scrimmage before he was boomed down by Golombiski. Five defensive play to bring up a fourth and four for the Railroaders. The ball is spotted on about the 18-yard line. 3.32 left to go in the quarter. The Railroaders are going to go for it. Kuzman calling the signals for Duran. Kuzman hands off to Kyer, and Kyer gets all the way down to about the three-yard line, two-yard line, before he stopped by number 25 for the Cavaliers. Number 85, that is Ted Patel for the Karate Cavaliers, brought him down on about the two-yard line as Kyer broke loose very quickly. So it's first and goal to goal on the two-yard line for the Railroaders with 3.14 left to go in the quarter. Kozman calling signals. Kozman with a handoff to number 40, Masnick, and Masnick goes in to put six on the board for the for the Duran Railroaders as they take a 6 to nothing lead with 3.09 left to go in the first quarter. This game brought to you by the Sports Boosters Club, and Clement looks like we're going to see a lot of groundwork tonight Offensively for both teams. Six to nothing. The Duran Railroaders just getting on the board as Matznick pounded over from two yards out for the Railroaders score. Working from the tee, they're going to try for two. Kozman calls the signals for Duran. It's a handoff to number 44, Kyer, and Kyer can't get across as he is brought down initially by number 21 for the Corona Cavaliers, Arnold Cagle. Cagle was helped out by Ackley on the play. 
Ichiban Donut Shops, with locations on South Washington and Owasso and North Chawassee and Corona, have your favorite baked goods. There's hot dogs and chili dogs, too, and 17 flavors of ice cream, all at the Ichiban Donut Shops of Owasso and Corona. When you need record service, think of Sanders and Spencer Mobile Service, 201 South Washington and Owasso. They offer 24-hour record service and a mechanic on duty to give complete mechanical service at all times. That's Sanders and Spencer Mobile Service of Owasso with 24-hour record service. Action about ready to resume on the field, Clem. Looks like it's going to be a grind amount ball game as both the Duran and the Cavaliers stick to that type of ball game. On the ground, Hill kicking off for the Railroaders. Taken by Shepard on a bad kick to the 40. Shepard to the 45. Down to midfield and across midfield, down to the 49-yard line before he's brought down by number 52, Ken Smith, and number 48, Roger Dallas, for the Durand Railroaders. So the Cavaliers are in good field position. The ball resting in Durand's 49-yard line. There's just under three minutes left to go in the first quarter. The Cavaliers trail by a score of six to nothing. Working from the pro set, Lawcock in the slot. LaCure calling the signals. Goes to Golombiski. Golombiski powers down to about the 45-yard line before he's brought down, once again, number 48, Roger Dallas, helped out by number 46, Jim Ellis. So that'll bring up a second and five as Golombiski has been playing, by the way, with an injured thigh for the last three or four games, but he's still in there picking up that tough yards that the Cavaliers need. LeCure has him out of the huddle. Working once again from the pro set is a handoff to Golombiski, and Golombiski is down over the 40-yard line to about the 39-yard line. Should be is very close to a first down. Golombiski finally down, brought down by Roger Dallas and number 78, Steve Edinger. Golombiski was short of the first down. By about a yard, so that'll bring up a third and one for the Cavaliers. The ball resting on Duran's 39-yard line. Working from the pro set with Walcock in the slot once again. No, it's a, it's a fake to Golombiski and a pass out to Patel. The pass was short and defense very well by Angie Hill for the Duran Railroader. A fine fake by LeCure that time. Fake to Golombiski over the left side of the line, went back and tried to complete the pass to Patel, just a little bit too short. But it'll bring up a fourth and one for the Corona Cavaliers. And they're not going to punt the ball away. Working from the pro set, he's got Shepard and Golombiski behind him. It's a handoff to Golombiski, and Golombiski powers down to about the 40-yard uh, line. More than enough for the first down before he's brought down by Steve Edinger and Jim Ellis for the Durand Railroaders. One and a half minutes left to go in the first quarter. The Cavaliers are trailing by a score of six to nothing. The Cavaliers are also driving. The ball resting on, the, on about the 41-yard line, working from the pro set. Once again, Golombiski gets the call. And Golombiski gets down to about the 38-yard uh, line before he's brought down by a whole host of railroaders led by number 76, Greg Gulick. One minute left to go in the first quarter. It's second and seven for the Corona Cavaliers. LeCure has them coming out of the huddle. Sends Walcock to the right, foot down to the left. 
It's a pitch back to Golombiski. Golombiski around the left side. Golombiski's got men in front of him. He's down to about the 30-yard line. As Golombiski shows some great speed and power, getting down to about the 31-yard line before he's brought down by Greg Fien and Angie Hill for the Durand Railroaders. 39 seconds left to go in the quarter. The Cavaliers are trailing by a score of 6 to nothing to a very tough Durand Railroader team. Charlie Lecure calling the signals for Corona. Shepard wide to the right. Patel to the left. Golombiski up the middle gets nowhere as he stopped by number 40, Ron Majnik, for the Durand Railroaders right on the line of scrimmage. They give him a yard on the play. That'll bring up second and nine for the Cavaliers. The ball resting on the 25-yard line. That's Durand's 25. And that is the end of the first quarter. The Durand Railroaders leading the Kuwaiti Cavaliers by a score of six to nothing. And a mighty fast-moving first quarter. It sure was, Clem. No, no clock stopping for passing or anything. Just grind them on ball game. The Selleck office supply has everything the scholar needs to be well-equipped and well-organized. Notebooks, paper, pencils, and much more, including typewriters, light enough to carry, yet strong enough to withstand years of use. See Olivetti and Smith Corona Portables at Selleck office supply, West Main and Owasso. For prompt, accurate filling of your prescription, stop at Stone's Drugs, 201 North Washington and Owasso. Stone's also offer free delivery and 24-hour emergency service. Just call 723-1233 or 723-1237 and make Stone's your prescription headquarters. Thank you, Clem. And as you mentioned, a very quick first quarter. Golan Bisky once again has play resumes in the second quarter. Just driving through the Duran defensive line. Gets down to about the 18-yard line before he's brought down by Hill and Edinger for the Duran Railroaders. So that'll bring up a third and two for the Cavaliers. The ball resting on the Duran 18-yard line. The second quarter just underway. The Cavaliers trail by a score of 6 to nothing. LeCure calling the signal. Golombiski once again digging down to about the 15-yard line before he's brought down by Hill and Edinger once again for the Durand Railroaders. But Golombiski picked up enough for the first down. I think he can almost smell that marker from midfield. And when he needs a yard or two, that's exactly what he gets or more. The ball is resting on the 15-yard line. It's first and 10 for the Cavaliers from there. LeCure calling the signal. Sends Patel to the left, Lockhart to the right. Working from the I formation, it's a handoff to his second man through, Big Jeff Golombiski. And Golombiski is down to about the 11-yard line before he's brought down by Greg Gulick for the Cavaliers, or rather for the Railroaders. The Cavaliers are, one, are now knocking on Duran's door. It's second and six. The ball just short of the 10-yard line, on about the 11. Lezovich is going in for Jeff Golombiski as Golombiski is having a little bit of equipment trouble with his shoe. 10.37, left to go in the first half. Patel to the right, Lockhart to the left. Shepard and Lezovich behind the quarterback. It's a quarterback key by LeCure, trying to get around the left end, gets down over the 10 and down to about the 8-yard line before he's forced down by number 46, Jim Ellis, Edinger, and Mike Van Riper for the Durand Railroaders. Golombiski going back in for the Cavalier offense. 
Rezovich coming out. It's third and three for the Cavaliers. The ball on the eight-yard line. McCure calling the signals. Has him down in the pro set. It's a quarterback keep once again, and defense very well this time by number 62 and out of play again, Mike Van Wiper, along with Steve Ettinger, number 78. That will bring up a fourth and three. That's what Jala LeCure, losing yardage on the plate, will bring up about a fourth and eight for the Cavaliers. The ball resting on about the 12-yard line, and the Karate Cavaliers want to call a timeout and talk this over with head coach Nick Anise. 9-18. Left to go in the first half. You can trust your car to the man who wears the star. That's the motto of Texaco. For the very best in service, visit your nearest Texaco dealer served by Chieftain Oil Company in the Owasso area. Wherever you drive, look for the Texaco star. Heat alone won't make your home comfortable during the cold winter months. It takes clean and well-circulated air, controlled humidity, and more. See Worsing Heating, 203 South Water Street in Owasso, for all the details on Lennox Total Comfort Systems. The Corona Cavaliers picking up five first downs. Here so far, that was in the first quarter, compared to four for Duran. In the second quarter, no first downs have been picked up as of yet. Or rather, one first down for the Cavaliers. Corona's going to go for it. It's a pitch out to Golombiski, being led by Shepard. Golombiski down to about the three-yard line. More than enough for the first down as Golombiski just powers through. Finally brought down by about five guys for the Duran Railroaders. The charge being led defensively by number 48, Roger Dallas. 9.07. Left to go in the first half. Golan Bisky putting on another fine exhibition of power and speed as on his strength, the Cavaliers are down on the three-yard line. Golan Bisky gets the call once again. Hit by hit first and breaks away. He's finally, the tackle is finally made secure by number 48, Roger Dallas for the Durand Railroaders along with Mike Hullingston Number 60 and Greg Gulick. 8.33 left to go. The ball resting on the half-yard line. LeCure has him out of the huddle, working from the pro set. LeCure going to Lawcock, and Lawcock didn't get in. As this Durant defense is really showing some class, Lawcock is brought down by Roger Dallas and Jim Ellis for the Durant Railroaders. Lezovich. Starting in on the field, can't get out there in time, so he comes back. LeCure has him down in the eye. It's a quarterback keep, and I think LeCure is over. It looked like he made it from here. No indication yet from the referees as everybody's in on the ball. It's a Cavalier touchdown, as you can hear, Charlie LeCure on a quarterback sneak from about a yard and a half out, goes in to tie this football game up at 6-all between the Durant Railroaders and the Corona Cavaliers. 7.47 left to go into the ball game for Corona. Number 25, Davis. A snap. It's out. And Davis puts the point after on the board for the Cavaliers. A flag was thrown. Offside against Duran. The penalty is declined. The Corona Cavaliers 
With 7.47, left to go in the first half, take a 7-6 lead over the Duran Railroaders. And Clem, we mentioned earlier, Davis is out there playing tonight with a badly sprained ankle. They didn't even know if he was going to dress for tonight's ball game. That's how bad the Corona Cavaliers want this ball game. The Cavaliers, or rather the uh, Railroaders, want it just as badly. And I think we're going to see a lot of offensive play here for both teams. When they get a hold of that ball, so far it looks like they're going to, they've been keeping it for a while, uh, getting, making some first downs, keeping those drives going for either team. And I think we're going to see the, both offensive teams with the ball a lot. That's right, Clem. In our area, the Cavaliers are the number one offensive team, and the Railroaders are the number two offensive team in the area. So definitely going to see a, a lot of offensive action. The kickoff by Cavalier. It's taken by Kyer. Kyer down to the 45, down to about the 47 or 37-yard uh, line. We'll make that before he's brought down by number 32, Striegel for the Corona Cavaliers. Striegel did the kicking off for the Cavaliers. So once again, Duran will take over possession of the ball with seven and a half minutes left to go in the first half. They trail by one to the Corona Cavaliers, seven to six. Working out of the wishbone. Kozman calling the signals with a handoff to, them, with, uh, to Masnick for Duran. Masnick powers ahead down to his own 44-yard line. We'll call it the 45 before he's brought down for the Cavaliers by Mike Weber. with a great fake to the first man through the line. Warren Warren Ash. The ball carrier for the Duran Railroaders. He was brought down by Rick Shepard. Three yards picked up on the play. That'll bring up a third and six for Duran. Working from the wishbone. Kozman calling the signal. Kozman with a handoff to number 44. Kyer. Kyer gets up to midfield before he's brought down for the Cavaliers by John Bocek and Mike Lezovich at midfield. 6-19, left to go in the half. And Duran will punt their ball away. Angie Hill, number 84, will kick off, or will punt the ball away, rather. For Duran, a flag is thrown, taken by Lawcock on the 20. Lawcock gets away from one man. Back to the 20 now, up to about the 26-yard line before he's brought down by a whole host of Duran railroaders. However, there's a flag thrown at the 50-yard line, and I'm sure that the Corona uh, Cavaliers will be called for offsides as there was movement on the line over the ball. 5.53, left to go in the first half. That's right, Glenbaud. Duran was punting the ball away in a fourth and two situation with that five-yard penalty when they accept it will bring up a first down for the Cavaliers, except that they do. The ball now rests on the Cavalier 45-yard line. It'll be first and ten for the Railroaders from the Cavalier 45. There's 5.50. Left to go in the first half. The Corona Cavaliers leading the Durand Railroaders on the strength of a point after by Davis. They lead seven to six. Working from the wishbone, Kozman calling the signals for the Railroaders. Kozman with a handoff to number 84, Angie Hill. And Hill gets just over the line of scrimmage before he's brought down by Ackley and number 61, 
Chris Moore for the Cavaliers. And as you can hear, we've got a portion of the band in front of us trying to cheer these Cavaliers on. 5'10". Left to go in the first half. The Cavaliers are leading 7-6. to six. The ball is resting on their own 44-yard line for its second and 10 for the railroaders. We've got an official timeout on the field. As there's some question being addressed to the Cavaliers. There might have been, I still believe the official thought there might have been too many players. Action about ready to resume. Second and 10 with 445. Kozman going back to pass. Kozman hits his man down on the 40-yard line. Number 81, Bill Balsley, the 170-pound senior end for the railroader. So that'll... Balsley was brought down by Ray Lockock for the Cavaliers. It'll bring up a third and five. The ball resting on the 39-yard line. Kozman calling the signal, working from the wishbone. Kozman, going back to pass once again, and a great defensive play, Mike Elizabeth, shooting through a great big hole opened up, and bringing Kozman back all the way down to midfield. 11-yard loss on the play, as Elizabeth came up with a great defensive play. Both teams wanting this ball team very, very badly. This time, Durand will once again punt the ball away. Lockhart, deep fourth runner. Angie Hill doing the punting. A big rush put on Hill. He gets it away. Walcott takes it on his 20. Reverses down to the 10. Tries to cut back. Walcott at the 10. Gets a good block up to about the 15-yard line. A fine block thrown in there by number 21 for the Clinic Cavaliers, Arnold Cagle. Walcott was brought down by number 40, Ron Masnick, and number 82, Bruce Kozman for the railroaders. So it'll be first and 10 for Corona. The ball resting on their own 15-yard line. There's 341. Left to go in the first half. The Corona Cavaliers are leading by a score of 7 to 6. LeCure has them coming out of the huddle, working from the pro set. LeCure with a handoff to Golombiski, a second man. Through the line, Golombiski picks up five yards on the play as he's been doing consistently all night. He is brought down by number 78, Steve Edinger. Now bring up a second and five for the Cavaliers. The ball resting on their own 20-yard line. Just over three minutes left to play in the first half. The Cavaliers are leading by a score of seven to six. LeCure has them out of the huddle, looking from the pro set. LeCure fumbles the ball, fumbles the snap from center, and I believe he fell on his own fumble. He did, as Corona will retain possession of the football. They'll lose the down on the play. That'll bring up a third and five for the Cavaliers. The ball being spotted right on the 20-yard line. Seven to six. The Cavaliers are leading against the Durand Railroaders. The area game of the year for both teams. Number 61 on the sideline for the Cavaliers. Chris Moore getting some work. I believe it's on his nose. The Glenny Cavaliers. Want to talk it over. It's third and five, the ball on their own 20-yard line. And with that, let's hear this from the Sports Boosters Club. If you take pride in your automobile, and who doesn't, you'll appreciate the bumping and painting service of Stewart Street Auto Service. They give free...
Tigers 2.27 left to go in the half. Once again, the uh, front Cavaliers are leading 7-6. The Cavaliers picking up five first downs in the first quarter compared to four for Duran. In the second quarter, Corona has picked up two first downs, and the real voters have been unable to pick up a first down. The second leading offensive team in the area is being stymied by tonight a very tough defensive Cavalier ball club. Working from the I formation with one man in the slot and Patel split wide. It's a handoff to Golombiski. Golombiski has a big hole opened up for him and almost broke it for an open run before he finally brought down Steve Edinger for the Duran Railroaders after a very fine pickup of about 13 yards as the ball is spotted on about the 33-yard line. 2.18 left to go in the half. Jeff Golombiski putting on a fine display of speed and power so far in the first half. They're working from the eye, Shepard, and Golombiski behind LaCure. Golombiski, another big hole. <laughs> Gets down to about the 42-yard line before he's gone down by Angie Hill and Steve Edinger, number 78 and number 84 for the Grand Railroaders. So 150 left to go in the first half. The clock is running. The Cavaliers breaking out of the huddle. Working from the pro set. LeCure gives off to Golombiski once again. And Golombiski powers down to about the 45-yard line before he's brought down by Kevin McDonald and Steve Edinger for the railroaders. Golombiski once again. Enough for a Cavalier first down. That'll be third, three first downs here in the first, or fourth first down in the second quarter. LeCure fumbles the ball. But I believe he fell on his own fumble. He did. The ball is spotted right back on the line of scrimmage. That's the second time that's happened. And it could be very costly to the Cavaliers as the game goes on. 124. The clock is running in the first half. Patel stood wide to the left. Procure getting him out of the huddle very quickly. Lockock to the right. Working from the eye. It's Golombiski getting the nod once again. Golombiski down to about the 48-yard line before he's brought down by number 48 for the railroad, for the Grand uh, Railroaders, Roger Dallas, helped out by number 60, Mike Hullingston, for the Duran Railroaders. So that brings up a third and seven, and the Cavaliers want another timeout to talk it over. 51 seconds left to go in the first half. For the finest in diamond and wedding rings, see Spec the Jeweler in Owasso. Specs carry keepsake diamond rings, for that coming engagement and wedding, be sure to see the excellent selection of When you think of a new car loan, think of State Savings Bank of Owasso. You will find two convenient locations, one at 1083 East Main and another at Washington and Main in downtown Owasso. State Savings Bank, member FDIC. Well, Clem, we've seen two very offensive teams tonight as the offense has been the name of the game, even though there's only 13 points and practically split evenly on the board as the Cavaliers barely lead 7-6. to six. And I think last week especially we uh, saw the Cavalier defense uh, come back real strong and probably play one of their finest games. And uh, so far tonight, I think that's been a real big part of this is uh, Duran, especially in their second drive there, the defense did hold them. Both the uh, Cavalier defense definitely playing their better games of the year. Lawcock on a reverse, trying to turn the corner. He does, has one man in front of him and gets down just about to midfield. Gets to his about his own 49-yard line before he's brought down by Ron Matsnick and Jim Ellis 
for the railroaders. A flag was thrown on the play. And it looks like it will be called against the Cavaliers. 44 seconds left to go in the first half. The number one and two offensive teams meeting tonight, the one and fifth defensive teams. And that tells the story, Clem, as the Grand Railroaders leading defensively in the area. The Cavaliers in fifth position, as they've allowed, I believe, it's something like uh, 12 points per ball game compared to 6.1 for the Railroaders. With this, Cavalier defense has really tightened up in the last two ball games. A holding penalty called against Corona. It'll be third down and 20 with 35 seconds left on the clock, and the clock is running. Lockcock to the right, put uh, Smith to the left. Pitch belt to Golombiski. Golombiski runs the ball out of bounds to stop the clock. He was forced out by number 78, Steve Edinger, for the Railroaders. And Columbus, Steve Edinger has really played quite a ball game so far this evening. That's just what was going through my mind that we've heard a lot of Steve Edinger here tonight. That's right. One of the mainstays of this Durand defensive ball club. 27 seconds. The clock is stopped. It's fourth and 20. And the Cavaliers will punt the ball away. Looking deep for the Durand Railroaders is number... 84, Angie Hill. Shepard will punt the ball away. He's got Lawcock blocking in front of him. Hill deep. The snap is high from center. But Shepard booms one out of there, down to about the 31-yard line. Hill is caught on the 31-yard line. Slowed up originally by number 61, Chris Moore. The tackle made secure by... Mark Ackley, the big tackle, along with Lezovich and Jack McCoy. And Clem, that's another thing we'd like to bring up. Last week, Arnold Cagle was not able to play due to a knee injury. Jack McCoy came in and played a tremendous defensive ball game for the Cavaliers. There's 16 seconds left to go in the first half. The Cavaliers are leading by a score of 7-6. to six. It's first and 10 for Durand, with the ball resting on their own 33-yard line. This ball game being brought to you by the Sports Boosters Club. And once again, we'd like to mention that so far in the second quarter, the Duran Railroaders have been unable to pick up a first down, which is quite a credit to what Coach Nick Anise calls his weak defensive unit. In the game, four first downs for Duran. The Cavaliers have now picked up a total of nine first downs. So with that, I guess we'd have to say that uh, offensively, the Cavaliers at the moment are dominating the ball game. 16 seconds left to go in the first half. The railroaders are ready to get the ball game back under motion. They trail by one point. A new quarterback in for Durant, and a big rush is put on him. It's number 11, Mike White. For the railroaders, a big rush put on by Randy Tremere originally. He escaped Tremere and was brought down by Mark Ackley, number 71, for the Cavaliers. The ball is spotted on the 30-yard line. That's a loss of about uh, three. So it'll be second and 13. The ball resting on the 30-yard line with just six seconds left to go in the first half. Talking earlier in the week with Coach for the Railroaders. He mentioned that Jeff Golombiski has been playing three or four games with an injured thigh now. That's why he hasn't been playing defense, but I noticed that he is out there. This is the game that means it all to a lot of people. That's a pitch back to number 46 for the Railroaders. Around the right side, 
Martin Ellis. And Ellis gets up to the 45-yard line. And he's driven out of bounds by Shepard for the Cavaliers. That's the end of the first half. The Kalani Cavaliers heading to the locker room with a 7-6 lead over the Durand Railroaders. We'll have the first half wrap-up in just a moment. On the 20, Kyer down to about the 40-yard line before he's brought down by Shepard and number 84, Dirk Martin, along with Al Spook for the Cavaliers. As second-half action gets underway at Cavaliers Stadium, the Kalani Cavaliers are leading by a score of 7-6. Working from the wishbone, the Durand Railroaders take over the ball on their own 40-yard line. It's a handoff to the first man through, Ron Matznick, and Matznick gets up for the Cavaliers. The Railroaders have to do much better than they did in the second quarter if they want if they want to get something going. They weren't able, they picked up one first down, and that's coming on a Cavalier penalty. Everybody jumps offside. The flags are thrown all over the field. I believe Duran is going to be called for a procedure penalty as somebody along the line drew Corona off. That's what the call is going to be. Five yards against the railroaders. A procedure penalty puts the ball back on about the 39-yard line. It'll be second and 10. So a five-yard pickup by Masnick nullified by that five-yard penalty. Second and 10 for the Railroaders, working from the wishbone offense. The ball resting on their own 39-yard line. It's a pitch back from Coachman to Hill. Hill around the left side, driven out of bounds by number 24, Lawcock, and Rick Shepard, number 40, for the Corona Cavaliers. Seven to six, the Cavaliers lead in what is proven to be what everybody said it was going to be, a very close, hard-fought ball game in the first half anyway. Seven to six, the Cavaliers are leading the Durand Railroaders. Third and four for Durand. The ball resting on their own 41-yard line. Kozman calling the signal. Kozman with a mix-up in the backfield. Kozman gets the ball back to about the 48-yard line before he's brought down by Chris Moore, number 61, for the Cavaliers. He picked up about a oh, about yard and a half, two yards on the play. It's fourth and one with a ball resting on there on Duran's own 43-yard line, and Hill will punt the ball away. Ted Patel is deep for the Cavaliers. It was a fake punt attempt. Flags were thrown all over the place. 10-22 left to go in the third quarter, waiting for an indication of what the penalty was called. I believe the ball is going to be short. Very close to a first down. A flag was thrown on the play. No indication as of yet what is going to be called. I believe it's going to be a procedure penalty against Duran. It's going to be accepted by the Cavaliers. So that'll bring up a fourth and about uh, six yards for the first down as they actually, I believe, did have enough for the first down if that penalty hadn't been called. So once again, going back, Ted Fattel. Now Fattel, Ted Fattel goes back up to the line and Walcock is deep. 
Hill punting the ball away for the railroaders. A high snap from center, big rush put on, but Hill gets it away to Lockhart on the 30. Lockhart to the 40 and down to about the 43-yard line before he's brought down by number 61, Fred Hines, for the Durand Railroaders. So the Cavaliers will take over first and 10 on their own 47-yard line. I uh, just mentioned here while we got a little break that Lawcock, about four plays back, made the tackle along the sidelines. He didn't go back onto the field after that because evidently he hurt an ankle a little bit and missed about three plays. But uh, they checked the ankle over and sent him back in to run that punt back, so he must be okay. That's exactly what the Cavaliers don't need at this point is another injury. It's a handoff to Golombiski, and Golombiski gets up just shy of midfield before he's brought down by number 48, Roger Dallas. And uh, Dallas has played quite the ball game for the Railroaders, as has Eddingster. Both those men being key defensive players for this Durand unit. Recure in calling the signals for the Cavaliers. It's second and eight, working from the pro set with Shepard and Golombiski behind him. It's a rollout by LeCure. LeCure slipped as he tried to turn the corner and gets the ball to midfield before he's brought down by number 80 and 82, Olin Webb and Bruce Coatsman, the quarterback offensively for the railroader. Hoisington originally tripped up LeCure as he tried to uh, turn the corner. So with 8.58, left to go in the third quarter. It's third and eight for the Cavaliers. The ball resting on about their own 48-yard line. McCurry calling the signals. Has Smith split wide to the right, foot down to the left. Working from the pro set, they go to Golombiski, and Golombiski gets nowhere. He might have picked up half a yard before he's brought down by Jim Ellis and Steve Edinger along with Mike Van Riper for the Durand Railroaders. So that'll bring up a fourth down situation. And eight. Fourth and eight for the Cavaliers. The ball resting almost at midfield. Shepard will punt the ball away for the Cavaliers. Deep. A bad snap from center. Shepard loses the ball. Picks it up on about the 30. A good block put in there. Shepard might come back. Shepard gets back to about the 48-yard line, and Shepard did a great job before he's brought down by Ellis and Dallas. Dirk Martin threw a tremendous block to help Shepard get back up to just about the line of scrimmage. However, Corona will have to turn the ball over on that miscue, and that could be a big break for the Railroaders. 7.54, left to go in the third quarter. Kozman calling the signals, working from the wishbone. Coachman with a handoff to number 44, Kyer, and Kyer gets down to the 37-yard line before he's brought down by Mark Ackley for the Cavaliers. Seven and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter. Remember, the Railroaders scored earlier on a Cavalier miscue. That's Kozman on a quarterback key, breaking over the middle, gets down to about the 24-yard line before he's brought down by Arnold Cagle and Mike Lezovich for the Corona Cavaliers. It's a first down for Duran. They're driving against this Cavalier defense. Corona leading 7-6. to six. The ball is spotted on about the 24-yard line. It's first and 10 for Duran on Corona's 24-yard line. Working from the wishbone, Kozman calling the signals. Kozman with a handoff to his second man through Angie Hill. Hill gets down over the 20 to about the 19-yard line before he's brought down by Lockhart 
Muzovich, Shepard, and Randy Tremere. 6.53. Left to go. In the third quarter, the Railroaders are moving. In second and six, that's their, they have picked up one first down so far in the third quarter. But the ball rests on the 19-yard line. Kozman with a pitch out to Kyer. Kyer turns the ball in. Kyer's going to score. Kyer goes in for some Duran points. Six of them. Kyer scores from the 19-yard line with 6.26 left to go in the third quarter. The Duran Railroaders take a 12-7 lead over the Corona Cavaliers as Kyer started to the outside, cut back in, broke one tackle, and went the rest of the way untouched. So the Railroaders now take a 12-7 lead. I believe they're going to go for two points on the point after attempt. Golombiski leaves the field as there was one too many persons on. A new quarterback in for the Railroaders, number 11, Mike White. And we've got some kind of a mix-up on the field as the official walked up to talk to White. And the Railroaders are going back into a huddle once again. So White is calling the signals for the Railroaders on the point after attempt. This Cavalier defense has to hold. White going back to pass, a big rush put on. The pass is complete, and it's two points for the Duran Railroaders. Angie Hill catching the point after throw from White, and the Duran Railroaders take a 14-7 lead with 6.26 left to go in the third quarter. Make the new Gilbert Western Auto Store in Owasso your headquarters for gifts for the entire family. Choose from furniture, appliances, TVs, radios, stereos, and a large basement toy department. Trains and race sets and bicycles and wheel goods. Everything for home, auto, and family at Gilbert's new Western Auto, now three times larger. Well, Clem, this is what Coach Anise didn't want to see happen. He remembers last year when they had to play catch-up ball for the whole game in the mud and rain. Hill kicking the ball for the Railroaders. Hill with a spiraling kick taken by Shepard on the 25. Shepard to the 30. Shepard to about the 38-yard line before he's knocked out of bounds by number 20, Mark Perrin, and number 46, Jim Ellis, for the Railroaders. So the Cavaliers, in what could easily be called a do-or-die situation, 6-17, left to go in the third quarter. The Cavaliers are trailing by 7, 14 to 7. McCure, bringing him out of the huddle. He's got Smith and Patel split wide, working from the pro set. A pitch out to Golombiski around the right side, and Golombiski is racked up by number 60 for the Railroaders, Mike Hoisington, as he picks up uh, down to about the 49-yard line. It'll be bring up a second and seven as Golombiski picked up three yards on the play. 5.51 left to go in the third quarter. The Cavaliers knowing they have to get on the board quickly as this is neither team has been able to put a lot of points on the board so far this evening. Working from the eye, Golombiski slips in the backfield, breaks one tackle, goes outside and or down to about the 45-yard line. Golombiski slipped as he tried to get up to take the snap. He was brought down by Roger Dallas and Kyer, Steve Kyer for the Grand Railroaders. Golombiski doing a tremendous job this evening for the Cavaliers as he slipped, as he started for the ball, regained his balance, 
and picked up five yards on the play. That'll bring up a third and four for the uh, Cavaliers. Lockcock to the right. It's a pitch back to Golombiski. Golombiski breaks down over the 45, well enough for the first down as Golombiski, with a lot of power, is finally brought down by number 76, the tackle, Greg Gulick, and number 62, Mike Van Riper, one of the guards for Durand. 4.55 left to go in the third quarter. The Cavaliers needed that first down. They need a score in order to stay in the ball game. Walcott to the right, put down to the left, working from the pro set once again. It's Golombiski on a sweeper on the right side. Golombiski takes up about four yards on the play before he's brought down by Mike Hoisington, helped out on the play by Roger Dallas. Picks up four yards on the play. It'll bring up a second and six for the Cavaliers. The ball being spotted on the Durand 44-yard line. The Cavaliers trailing by seven. Working from the pro set, Shepard and, and uh, Golombiski behind LaCure. Golombiski gets the nod once again and bowls his way up to the 41-yard uh, line of Durand before he's brought down by Jim Ellis and Roger Dallas for the Durand Railroaders. Brings up a third and three situation. Stroop is coming out for a rest for the Cavaliers offensively. Longcock goes wide to the right, put down to the left. Working from the eye, Shepard and Golombiski behind LaCure. As a handoff to Golombiski over the right side of the line, and I don't think Golombiski got enough for the first down. He's brought down by Hoisington and Roger Dallas again, as Dallas is putting in a tremendous defensive game for the Duran Railroaders. 3.30 left to go in the third quarter. I believe Golombiski was short of the first down. We've got an official timeout. They're going to measure. And with that, let's hear this word from the Sports Boosters Club. The new showroom, it brings up a fourth and about half a yard for the Cavalier offense. So they're going to go for it if they must. LeCure calling the signals. I wonder who they're going to give the ball to. I don't believe it's any real big secret. Shepard and Golombiski behind LeCure. It's a handoff to Golombiski, and Golombiski powers over more than enough for the first down as this kid really shows some strength. When he has been the mainstay in that Cavalier offense backfield all year long. He was finally brought down, tripped up on the line by Greg Todd, finally brought down by Angie Hill. As it's a first down for the Cavaliers, first and ten. The ball resting on the Duran 35-yard line. A quick pass from LaCure to, to uh, Martin. Martin. Makes that Brian Smith, number 41. Brian Smith catches the pass from LaCure. A quick pass. The ball is spotted on the 21-yard line. Smith was brought down by number 82, Bruce Kozman, the Duran offensive quarterback, defensively, all linebacker. The Cavaliers on the 21-yard line. It's first and 10 from there. Golombiski on a reverse is going to go in. Golombiski with a Cavalier touchdown. No flags on the play. The Cavaliers trail by one point. To the Durand Railroaders, it's 14-13. Golombiski showing great moves. A fine fake put on by Charlie LeCure. 
a great line in front of Golombiski. Good blocking. That's the way you put the play together. 2.50 left to go in the third quarter. The Cavaliers trail by one point. Now, Coach Nicanese is faced with a question. Should I go with Davis and an almost sure point after? Davis has only missed one point after attempt. Or should I go for two? And they want to go for two. LaCure calling the signals. Going to Golombiski on a sweep. Golombiski looking for Tater, and he got it. Golombiski with great second and third effort goes into the end zone as the Cavaliers take a 15-14 lead over the Durand Railroaders. 2.50 left to go in the third quarter. Great second and third effort by Golombiski on the sweep. He had three men in front of him, and all of them put on great blocks as Golombiski was hit on about the two and just powered over from there. The Cavaliers lead by a score of 14 to 13, or rather 15 to 14. And you better believe that that has fired up this Corona Cavalier team. Look at him on the field, Clem. Everybody excited. And this has got to be a mental shock to the Cavaliers. It's got to help them get up. Randy Sprigal will do the kicking duties for the Cavaliers. Deep for Duran. The ball being taken by Kyer on the 10. Kyer to the 20. Kyer to the 25. Cuts back inside. Breaks one tackle and gets down to the 40-yard line before he's brought down by Bob Winker for the Corona Cavaliers. So, once again, the Cavalier defense will be put to the test. There's 2.42 left to go in the third quarter. The Cavaliers are leading 15 to 14 over the Duran Railroaders. Kozman has them working from the wishbone. Straight up the middle goes the Railroaders. The handoff to the first man through, number 40. Mesnick, Ron Mesnick, picked up about three yards on the play before he's brought down by Randy Demir and Denny Sheridan for the Cavaliers. 2.15 left to go in the third quarter. The clock is running. 15 to 14 at second and eight for the Railroaders. The ball resting on their own 40-yard line. As the pitch back to Hill. Hill. Hill showing tremendous strength as he just drags to here. Kozman calling the signals. It's second and eight. Kozman with a pitch back to Hill. Hill trying to turn the corner, being chased by Lockock. And Lockock. Whoa, Lockock really put him out of bounds. Lockock wasn't pulling around as he pushed. Number 84 for the Railroaders, Andy Hill. Out of bounds on about the 35-yard line. That'll bring up a third and two situation. Fifteen to fourteen. The Cavaliers lead with just over a minute left to go in the third quarter. Kozman on a quarterback keep gets back just to the line of scrimmage, and that's about all. As that will bring up a fourth down for the Railroaders. He's about a yard and a half, maybe two yards short of the first down. We'll call it two. Fourth and two. Kozman was brought down by the middle of the Cavaliers defensive line. The Cavaliers, very fired up on their defensive line. Kozman calling the signals for Duran. Kozman, and this Corona Cavalier defense did a job. A fumble on the play. A big rush put on by number 84. For the Cavaliers, Dirk Martin hit the quarterback. The Kozman fumbled the ball. It was fallen upon by a Durand player. Tremere secured the tackle. It wasn't enough for a first down. 
the Kiwane Cavaliers stand up defensively, take over possession of the ball on their own 34-yard line with just 35 seconds left to go in the third quarter. 15 to 14, the Cavaliers lead. Mature, bringing them out of the huddle. A fired-up Cavaliers offensive team as the pitch bank goes to Golombiski right up the middle. Golombiski picks up maybe two yards on the play. He was brought down by Ellis and Mike Van Riper for the Grand Railroaders. Nine seconds left in the third quarter. It's second and nine. As they give Golombiski a yard, the clock will run out on the Cavaliers, and we'll get ready for fourth quarter action right after this word from the Sports Boosters Club. Protect your car with Simtek rust proofing from Long's American Incorporated, 801 West Main. Simtek is available for all makes of new and used cars, vans, and pickup trucks just $89. Long's American Incorporated, 801 West Main, in the same location since 1943. Well, Clem, was there any question in your mind before you got here what kind of a ball game this was going to be? And have you changed your opinion at all? Uh, not a bit, and we certainly have a lot of fans here from both cities, Corona and Duran. They've got about as many fans on both sides as they could get here to see the ball game. That's right. We mentioned that earlier, and, and that is really... has a lot to do with the team's both team spirit. When you get a following like this, you really want to play some football for them. The Cavaliers on the first play in the fourth quarter go right up the middle of the Durand line. Jeff Golombiski carrying the ball. He is brought down by the entire middle, led by, once again, Mike Van Riper. And Van Riper has put in quite a job for the Durand Railroaders. That'll bring up our third and eighth. The ball resting on the Cavalier. 37-yard line. 11:33 as fourth quarter action just getting underway. The Cavaliers lead 15 to 14. Lacure calling the signals has him down in a pro set. Lacure with a sweep pitches out to Golombiski and Golombiski is brought down on a fine charge by number 46 for the railroaders. Jim Ellis charges in through the interference to bring him down. Tire helping out on the play along with Edinger for the railroaders and that's going to force the Cavaliers to punt the football away. There's a lot of time left in this ball game and a lot of action to be seen here as we get down into the fourth quarter. Kevin Kitchenhoff going deep for the railroaders. Shepard going to punt the ball away. He gets the punt off and booms out another fine punt. Bounces on the uh, 35. And it's brought down by Kirby Miller, number 51 for the Kona Cavaliers. So the railroaders will take over. The ball resting on their own 37-yard line. We're in the fourth quarter. Lacuna Cavaliers are leading 15 to 14 over to the Grand Railroaders with 10:42 left to go in the ball game. This ball game being brought to you by the Sports Boosters Club, and a very quick game has been as time has flown right by. Kozman calling the signals. The pitchback is Angie Hill, and Angie Hill is tripped up by number 76, John Bocek, behind his line of scrimmage. He lost about three yards on the play, as we're looking at a very, very tough Corona defensive team. Mike Lesovich helping out on that tackle. Ten minutes. Once they go in the ball game. So it's 15 to 14. The Cavaliers are leading. Kozman with a mix-up in his backfield. Gets back. He might have picked up about a yard, but that's not enough as it brings up a third and 13 situation for the railroaders. He was brought down by Al Stroop and Mark Ashley. 9.45 left to go in the ball game. 
One point separating these two fine teams, 15 to 14. A new quarterback in for the Railroaders. That's White. White going back to pass. White gets the pass away. And number 80 covering on the play, Jack McCoy. The pass intended for number 44 from Duran. Steve Kyer, and you can hear a very, very unhappy Cavaliers crowd as pass interference was called on the corner defense and Clem, there wasn't really much question about it. That was a good call by the officials, even though it did make quite a few people unhappy. That's the uh, way they go. It depends on which side you're sitting on, how they look to you. <laughs> that's right. That's always the way it is. But that's a break for Duran. Automatic first down on the pass interference call. Uh, the corner defense not entirely agreeing with the call, but as in every sport, the referee is always right. There's no doubt about it. And we've got a substitute in for the Cavaliers as Coach McAneese felt it best that somebody cools off on the field. The handoff to number 44, Kyer. Kyer breaks down to about the 42-yard line. Flags were thrown all over the field. Brought down by Randy Tamir, number 75. I believe Corona was offside. 9.27. Rest to go in the ball game. The penalty is declined. That will bring up a second and about two. Two or three. As the ball is now spotted on the Cavalier 43-yard line. It's second and three. White. Steve White calling the signals. The new quarterback in is a handoff to number 46. For Duran, Jim Ellis hearing the ball gets more than enough for the first down, and the railroaders are on the track again. He was finally brought down by Lawcock and John Bocek for the Cavaliers. 9-15, left to go in the ball game. First and 10, the ball rests on the Cavaliers' 33-yard line. White calling the signals once again, this time to higher. And the railroaders are grinding the ball out. Kyer is finally brought down by Dirk Martin and Sheridan. A clock, the clock, a very important factor in this ball game. There's just the, under nine minutes left to go in the ball game. The railroaders can just about eat up six minutes, and that gives the Cavaliers very much time to get back into the ball game. Once again, the Cavaliers are jumping offside. Quarterbacking is white, probably putting on a different cadence than Kozman has been all game, forcing the Cavaliers to jump offside. I'm sure it's going to be called against them. It'll be another five-yard march-off against Corona. And that'll bring up about a second and one. The They say it was enough for a first down. So Duran picks up another first down. Again, on a Cavalier penalty. The ball is spotted down at about the 28-yard uh, line. White in. Calling the signals for Duran. Working from the wishbone. White with a handoff to number 84 for Duran. Angie Hill. Hill drives down. 
who bought the 22-yard line, I believe it is. Before he's brought down by Lawcock, Randy Tamir, and Denny Sheridan. Second and four for Durand. On the Cavalier 22-yard line, there's 8-10. Left to go in the ball game. White calling the signal. White, once again. This time to Kyer. Kyer fumbles the ball on about the 20-yard line. Durand will retain possession of the ball as Sheridan secures the tackle on Kyer. 7.44 left to go in the ball game. Third and three for the Railroaders. They trail by one point. Working from the wishbone, White calling the signal. White going back to pass. A big, big rush put on as Randy Vermeer and Rick Shepard. But a flag was thrown after the play. A big rush put on by this corner defense. But this is what hurt them before. This is what hurt them in their previous loss. Simple mistakes like that. A flag was thrown after White was dragged down. It's going to be a personal foul. 15 yards march off against the Cavaliers. It was. It was a face mask. Good call. Clem saw. How'd you see that, Clem? All I saw was a pile down there and a flag. Clem called it right. A face mask penalty against the Cavaliers. That's first and ten. The ball resting on about the 14-yard line. The Cavaliers with their back up against the wall. Durant driving to the goal line. There's 7-10. Left to go. Kozman calling the signals once again for the Railroaders. Kozman with a handoff up the middle of the corner line to Ron Masnick. And Masnick picked up about three yards on the play before he stopped by Shepard for the Cavaliers. But that'll bring up a second and seven. The ball resting just shy of the 10-yard line. The Railroaders trail by one with just under seven minutes left to go in the ball game. Kozman calling the signals. It's a handoff to number 46. Going over the left side, Jim Ellis. Killing the ball for the Railroaders. Gets down to about the five-yard line before he's brought down by Ray Lockhart for the Cavaliers. That'll bring up a third and three. Nolan Bisky helping out on the last tackle along with Wildcat. 6-16 left to go in the ball game. Third and three. The Railroaders trail by one point. Kozman calling the signal. Has them in the wishbone. It's a handoff to number to Angie Hill for the Railroaders. And Hill gets down to a first down. The ball is spotted. On about the, uh, I believe it's a two-yard line, two or three-yard line. It's the three. So it's first and goal to goal for the Railroaders. The ball resting on the Cavalier three-yard line. There's 5.59 left to go in this ball game. A very critical stage for both teams. And while we've got a minute, Clem, let's hear this word from the Sports Boosters Club. At Owasso Savings Bank, it's a janitor's nightmare. They wash windows, vacuum carpeting, polished floors, empty waste baskets, and shine doorknobs, all to give your dirty old money a nice, clean home. And what's more, you're never more than just a few minutes from one of their seven locations, Owasso Savings Bank, member FDIC. 
After tonight's game, enjoy a treat of Val's House of Pizza, 210 South Washington in Owasso. Call ahead. Your order will be ready when you arrive or they'll deliver. Val's House of Pizza, 210 South Washington in Owasso. Open Monday through Thursday, 5 to 12. Friday, 5 to 3. Saturday, 3 to 3. And Sunday, 3 to 12. Thank you, Clem. And our local statistician, Fred Danick, pointed out on this, uh, during this break that the railroaders have picked up five first downs in this drive, and four of those five first downs have come on Cavalier penalties. Just under six minutes left to go. The Cavaliers have not picked up a first down here in the fourth quarter. They've been penalized for 40 yards. They, they lead, rather, right now, 15 to 14. It's first down and goal to go for the railroaders. And Ashton is ready to resume. Kozman calling the signal. Kozman with a handoff to the first back through the line. Couldn't see who was carrying the ball, but he went in very quickly. The railroaders take the lead 20 to 15 over the Kroni Cavaliers with 5.55 left to go in the ball game. The Cavaliers trail by five points with 5.55. A lot of fives on the scoreboard. Point calling the signals on the point after attempt. Point going back to pass. Point with a rollout to Hill. Or rather, Kyer. And Kyer goes in for the point after the Corona Cavaliers lead, or rather the uh, Duran Railroaders lead the Corona Cavaliers 22 to 15 with 5.55 left to go in tonight's ball game. The clock a very important factor. Ron Mesnick was the one that scored that Railroad touchdown as it was a very quick play and a lot of bodies were between us and the ball carrier, but we were coming for this. Mansmick was the one that scored to put the railroaders ahead 22 to 15. The Durand kickoff being taken by Lawcast. He's to the 20. A lot of Durand players around him as he gets up to about the 26-yard line before he's brought down by number 48, Ellis and Roger Dallas. 5.48, the Cavaliers will take over first and 10 from their own 22-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for Corona, and while we've got this break, let's hear this quick word from the Sports Boosters Club. Laser Store at 811 West Main has many special offers for the entire family. For students, 500-count school loose-leaf filler paper, 98 cents. At the Laser Store, 811 West Main. 529, left to go in the ball game. Golan Bisky split wide to the left. Lockhart calling or Lockhart gets the pitch off and fumbles, but the ball rolls out of bounds. The last man to have possession of the ball was Lockhart, so the Cavaliers will retain possession of the football. Kyer, Ellis, and Masnick in defensively on the tackle for the railroaders, which also happens to be their offensive basket. 5.17, left to go in the ball game. The Corona Cavaliers trail by 7, 22 to 15. 
looking from the eye. It's a pass intercepted by Duran. Couture attempted a pass to Smith, number 41. Roger Dallas got between Smith and the ball, and the Duran Railroaders will once again take over possession of the football on the Corona 27-yard line. Just over five minutes left to go in the ball game. The Railroaders starting to dominate. The Cavaliers have not picked up a first down in the fourth quarter. Kozman pitches back to number 84. Hill, Hill going around the left side, and Hill is finally caught and dragged down by Jeff Golombiski. He fumbles on a play, but once again, the ball goes out of bounds. A flag was thrown in the offensive backfield, which usually, Clem, means a procedure penalty against the offensive team. And with this little break, let's find out what's happening with the Sports Boosters Club. Walter Shoes in downtown Owasso has school shoes you wouldn't believe. Bump toes, two-tones, crepe soles, and soft leathers, all in the latest style. Owasso Coral Company. They'll help you choose what's just right for every occasion. Owasso Coral Company, 1398 North Hickory in Owasso. Action resumes on the field. Kirby Miller in defensively for the Cavaliers in place of Randy Tremere. Once again, the ball going to Hill on a sweep around the left side. And Hill is dragged down by Lezovic. Over on the left side of the field, Lezovic was helped out on the play by Lawcock and Golombiski. Another flag was thrown on the play. Tremere coming back into the ball game for the Cavaliers. Kirby Miller leaving the game defensively in front. I believe this is the first time that Kirby Miller has played for the Corona defensive unit. Another flag. It's first and 25. But the flag is going to be called against the Cavaliers. New at Firestone, Owasso, the People Tire People, America's favorite name in winter tires, town and country, now with four-ply polyester cord body and new deep-biting Center Z tread design. Use your Firestone revolving charge and pay nothing till January 1974. A personal foul called against the Corona Cavaliers. That'll bring back a first and ten for the railroaders. The ball is spotted on Corona's 23-yard line. Working from the wishbone, Kozman calling the signals for the railroaders. Kozman with a handoff to Hill. Hill going around the left side, pulled down by Lawcott. On down about the uh, about the 12-yard line. So that'll bring up a second, or another first down. If Hill did get enough for the first down, it'll be first and 10. The ball resting on about the 14-yard line. 4.30, left to go in the ball game. The railroaders pushing towards the Cavalier goal line. Hill once again gets the call from Kozman. And Hill goes over the left or the right side of the Cavalier line. And he finally brought down by Shepard after a pickup of about three yards. Shepard was held out by Golombiski defensively for the Cavaliers. That'll bring up a second and five situation for the railroaders. The ball resting on about the nine-yard line. Working from the wishbone. The corner defense must stop this line, this drive. That's Kyer, and Kyer is down to about the two-yard line. 
before he's brought down by Lawcock, Golombiski, and Jim Davis, number 25. He's in defensively for the Cavaliers. The ball is on the one-yard line. It's first and goal to go for the Railroaders, as we said that just a couple of moments ago. 3.45 left to go in the ball game. Kozman calling the signal. A flag is thrown. The Railroaders are in, but a flag was thrown on the play. And I believe it's going to be called against the Railroaders, a procedure penalty as somebody on the line moved just a little bit too quick. Being marched back, the ball is spotted on the six-yard line, and it will be first and goal to goal for the Railroaders on the Cavaliers' six-yard line. 3.30, left to go, 3.38 rather, left to go in the ball game. The Railroaders knocking on the door once again. They lead 22-15 to 15 over the Cavaliers. Kozman calling the signals, gives the call to Hill, and Hill breaks two tackles, but he's finally brought down by number 84, Dirk Martin, and Jeff Golombiski, along with number 85, Ted Patel. So it's second and goal to go, with the ball resting on the Cavaliers' three-yard line. 3-16, left to go in the ball game. The clock is moving. 22 to 15, the Railroaders lead the Cavaliers. Looking from the wishbone, Kozman calling the signal. Kozman gives it to Hill once again. The Railroaders once again go into the end zone. Kyer was the ball carrier, not Hill. Kyer goes in the score, and the Railroaders take a 28 to 15 advantage with 3:02 left to go in the ball game. 28 to 15 as Kyer scores from three yards out with 3.02 left on the clock in the ball game. Coming out of the huddle. They're going for two. White, the new quarterback for the Railroaders, working from the wishbone. White going back to pass, and he is not going to get it away as a fine defensive play by Dirk Martin. Keeps two points off the board for the Railroaders. The Grand Railroaders lead the Crony Cavaliers by a score of 28-15. to 15. Irving's in Owasso has all that's new in Hager double-knit flash, like the new Gentleman's Cup. Let Irving show you Hager's classic checks, flannel-like solids, and the handsome Glen plaids, all machine-washable. Hager flags at Irving's in Owasso. Conover Hardware in Owasso is more than just a hardware store. In addition to the usual things you find in a hardware store, there's a good selection of gifts, Pittsburgh paints, glass for windows and doors, and many housewares. All at Conover Hardware, 104 North Washington in Owasso. Well, Clem, it looks like you're going to be right. Clem, before the ball game, wrote down what he thought was going to be the final score. And I wasn't supposed to see it, but it, well, no, one time you picked up the, uh, the, the, the back paper and I saw the score. You said Durand by 13. Durand is leading by 13 points. A fine, fine kickoff. Going to Golombiski on the 8-yard line. Golombiski to the 10. He's to the 15. Cuts back inside and gets down to about the 24-yard line before he's brought down by Mark Perrin for the railroaders. Along with Barry Mark, the center. I predicted Corona would win this ball game by one point. Statistics showed Duran would win it by 1.5, and Clem, even though I wasn't supposed to see it, predicted Duran by 13, 
And the Railroaders lead by 13 with 2.38 left to go in the ball game. It's first and 10 for the Cavaliers from their own 23-yard line. A fumble in the backfield. McCure fell on his own fumble. That's the third time in this ball game that McCure has lost the snap from center. 2.21 left to go in the ball game. Zelensky going in for the Cavaliers. Number 71, Ackley, going out for Corona. Two minutes left in the ball game. Polensky couldn't get to the pass intended to him from Lecure. That'll bring up a, a third and 15 for the Cavaliers. 157 left to go in the ball game. 28 to 15, the railroader. Leading the Corona Cavaliers. <laughs> the snow is coming down in Corona. A very, very chilly evening. And the Corona Cavaliers, one at time on to talk this over. They've got 157 left to go in the ball game to score a minimum of two touchdowns. Christians of Owasso invite you to enjoy their Lower Deck Restaurant. Enjoy the Monday special, Roasted Chicken, $1.65. The Lower Deck Restaurant is open Monday, 10 to 7.30, Tuesday through Thursday and Saturday, 10 to 4, and Friday, 10 to 8. They also have a daily buffet. Steve's Standard Service of Owasso offers you great service at both locations, 404 North Washington and at the corner of Maine and Chipman. You'll get reliable products, too, at Steve's Standard Service of Owasso, Main and Chipman Street, and at 404 North Washington. Welcome a very good ball game tonight, as everybody expected to see. There's just 157 left to go on the clock. These Cavaliers aren't about to give up yet. 28 to 15, the railroaders are waiting. It's third and 15 for Corona. The ball resting on about their own 18-yard line. Looking from the eye. Golombiski goes in motion. Mature back to pass, deep to Lockhart, and Lockhart couldn't hang on to it as Mature hit him right on the button. Lockhart at midfield couldn't hang on to the ball. That will bring up a fourth and 15. Lockhart was covered on the play by Kozman and Angie Hill, two of the offensive backs for this railroader football team. Fourth and 15 for the Cavaliers. The ball is resting on their own 18-yard line. Martin is in. Patel is out. Offensively for the Cavaliers. 151. Left to go in the ball game. Lecure calling the signal. Golombiski and Shepard behind Lecure in the backfield. Golombiski goes in motion. Lecure back to pass. Big rush put on. And the ball is almost intercepted for Duran by number 48. Roger Dallas. Dallas couldn't hold on to the ball. Lockhart tried to cover it, but uh, it was an incomplete pass. The railroaders will once again take over possession of the ball with 142 left to go in the game. One, the clock is running with what, one, a minute and a half left to go in the ball game. 28 to 15. It'll be first and 10 on the Cavalier 18-yard line. White calling the signals, going to Hill. Hill sidesteps a couple, and Hill's going to go in. 
Hill sidestepped a couple of intended tacklers and went in for the score. It didn't take long that time in Clem. I guess your prediction wasn't right either. Oh, they kind of spoiled it there. It looks like the Reds are going to uh, walk away in the final couple of minutes with this ball game. However, the final score can not possibly be an indication of the type of ball game we have seen here tonight. 15 to 14 was a score in the third quarter with only 2.50 left on the clock. Well, actually, the railroaders have put 20 points on the board. A fumble in the backfield. Picked up by Martin. Martin can't go anywhere because it's a point after attempt. So a point after attempt is no good for the railroaders. And they lead the Corona Cavaliers 34 to 15. Martin wanted to pick that ball up and put some points on the board for Corona, but you just can't do it on a point after attempt. He, he wanted me, even me up a little bit more. <laughs> there it is. So 116. Let's go in the ball game. Let's hear this from the Sports Boosters Club. Flowers from Sunnyside, Florida. And on that, uh, on the ensuing play, the Cavaliers picked up a 15-yard penalty. So they will be kicking off on the Cavalier 45. That's Duran. will be kicking off to Corona on their on Corona's 45-yard line. 116 left to go in the ball game. The kick going to Lawcock on the one-yard line. Lawcock to the 10, to the 15. Lawcock to the 20. Breaks one tackle and gets up to the 25. Finally brought down by number 50 for, or my, number 20 for Duran, Mark Perrin. Just over a minute left to go in this ball game. A lot of the crowd getting out of the cold now as the railroaders have pretty much sewed this ball game up with 57 seconds left on the clock. They put 20 points on the board here in the fourth quarter. LeCure calling the signals. Going back to pass, a big rush put on. LeCure gets away from the rush. He's got Patel. That's about the 40-yard line. Patel catches the pass. He's brought down by Kyer for the railroaders on about his own 44-yard line. 41 seconds left to go in this ball game. The railroaders are leading 34-15. Jeff Golombiski leaves the field perhaps for the last time in his high school football career. LeCure calling the signals. Sends Volick in motion. LeCure going back to pass. Stands there under a big rush. Throws out incomplete. The pass intended for Ray Lawcock, number 24. Defensing on the play for the Railroaders were Roger Dallas. So with that incomplete pass, it stops the clock with 20 seconds. Left to go in the ball game. 34 to 15. 19 points separating these two ball clubs here in the fourth quarter. It's second and 10 for the Cavaliers. The ball resting on their own 40-40-yard line. LeCure calling the signals as Patel split wide. It's a pass to Patel. Patel is going to pass again, but Patel has it intercepted by Kyer. Kyer at midfield, picks up one block. Kyer down to about the 45-yard line before he's wrestled down by Kirby Miller, Ray Lockhart, and Al Stroop for the Cavaliers. But the railroaders once again take over possession of the ball. There's just nine seconds left on the clock. And the railroaders leading 
34-15. Jeff Golombiski back on the field for the Cavaliers as he's going to finish out this ball game. The clock runs out because that's all he did was get on the field. So the final score, the Durand Railroaders defeating the Kuwaiti Cavaliers 34-15 in a very hard-fought, good ball game by both clubs. We'll have a rundown of this football game tonight in just a moment. 